Welcome to the Value Driven Brand Podcast, where you'll learn insights on how to communicate with authenticity, deliver genuine value, and create a memorable experience across your entire customer journey, helping your business become the sought-after leader in your industry. I'm your host, Aileen Day. Now, on to the show. G'day everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Value Driven Brand Podcast. I am your host Aileen Day and today I am joined with the renowned, renowned Dr. Linda Wilson. It is my privilege, my pleasure. Some of you might remember her if you follow me on Twitch that I got to chat with Dr. Linda Wilson in uh, in the Twitch stream as well. And we've brought her back from uh, high demand. She had one of the highest viewed videos on our Twitch stream. And uh, it is my privilege to bring her back today. Dr. Linda Wilson, thank you for joining us again. Welcome to the Value Driven Brand Podcast. Thank you for having me back. I had a lot of fun with you last time and uh, so it's just great to be back here. I love it. I'm so glad you could make it too. Now, for those of you who don't know who Dr. Linda is, uh, she is an author uh, of a fantastic book called Stress Made Easy, Peeling Women Off the Ceiling. Now, when I found out about this book, I pissed myself laughing. I thought that was the best title because it resonates so much with, you know, so many people, women, women or otherwise. Uh, She is a doctor. She's been coaching individuals and groups for over 20 years. She's a managing director of a multidisciplinary clinic in Melbourne. Linda holds bachelor's degree in traditional Chinese medicine, which I love, uh, and a graduate diploma in education health and is registered as a habits change practitioner, which we're going to touch on a little bit more later on and learn some insights into what that means. She's also qualified in hypnotherapy, neuroscience, which I love. I love both of those things, and psychosensory techniques. Now, the last time we caught up with Linda, Linda taught us the uh, inside scoop on tapping which was so much fun and uh, we even uh, got to practice some of that with her which was great. Uh, Linda delivers programs all over Australia that help people elevate themselves through empowering their vision and structured plan for growth, evolving old habits and behaviours to create success and energising your engagement in business and in life which is absolutely why I couldn't do this podcast and not have her back. So, Dr. Linda Wilson, thank you again. Please, please, it is uh, our privilege to learn from you today. Tell us how it is that you got into all of these disciplines. Like, when did you wake up and go, you know what, I'm going to become the Dr. Linda Wilson of multidisciplinary uh, areas in health? Yeah. So like all business owners, it's a journey. Yeah. And um, I grew up just being absolutely fascinated by people, probably because I couldn't really understand how to connect with them properly. And so what I 
discovered is that asking questions, getting to the deeper story, um, recognizing that our mind and body are connected and mm. what, what happens in one area goes to the other, uh, that we are a reflection of our thinking as well as our physical health. Um, and uncovering all of those things just helped me to move through my life with um, more, I guess, satisfaction, more connection and more uh, success in terms of understanding people and how they tick. And, of yes. course, most of our business journey is about solving a problem. Often it's about solving a problem for ourselves as well as solving problems for other people. So that's where I started was trying to solve problems for myself. And then it just morphed into my career, which is now over 20 odd years, maybe close to 25 years now. And along the way, just having that real curiosity about, oh, I could learn this now. And how is that going to help my clients? How is that going to influence the way that I can coach and mentor people? How can that add value to what it is that I'm already doing? Right. So, you know, I'm, I'm a student of life and a student for life is kind of basically where it's at. Oh, I love that. That is such a good analogy. You know, always learning, always developing, always looking for yeah. that new thing to create. Yeah. Because if we stop, there's so much that happens neurologically. So I know we're not going to really get a chance to talk about our neurology today, or maybe we will. But when we stop learning, we actually stop um, creating connections within our brain. Mm -hmm. And um, that is essentially what keeps us vibrant, active, um, young and quick in our thinking um, because we're constantly adding to this, you know, this grey matter that we have up in our head. And it wasn't that long ago that uh, basically the model was that, that couldn't be changed. Yeah. And we now know that there is uh, huge influences that we personally can have on the um, health of our, our brain and therefore um, the ways that we can live our life sustainably and healthily until, you know, we move on to wherever it is we go. Wow. I love that. So you heard it here, folks, from the experts <laughs> themselves, the fountain of youth comes from constant growth and developing and creativity. You've got to keep connecting those neurons. You do. And that. you got to you got to do it using your body as well. So this Ooh, is not hello. just all yeah, this is not just all about <laughs> look out. This is taking a whole different direction to what we imagined. Um, <laughs> I'm undoing I'm I, I'm reinstalling Tinder. <laughs> What do I mean by that? What I mean by that is everything that um, you just intimated, but also um, using our body in different ways to, again, strengthen those connections. And that includes uh, physical activities like um, learning how to dance, oh. um, uh, taking up a different physical activity to something that you've ever done before. Right. Uh, what else could it mean? Um, you know, instead of walking around your area going forwards, take an opportunity to walk backwards a couple of uh, times. Um, stuff like that. Like just really looking at how can I use my body in a different way 
so that I'm firing and wiring between these two um, amazing, you know, capacities we have mm. and uh, building up my grey matter. Yes, that good old grey matter. Now, before you all go out into your streets and start <laughs> walking backwards and then blame Dr. Linda Wilson for you tripping over, have some self-awareness, yep. right? Yes. Check the pavement. <laughs> Caveat. Check That's the a pavement. caveat, right? It's a disclaimer. <laughs> <laughs> Be smart. <laughs> yeah, I love that. That is so fantastic because uh, it's such a easy thing to do, and especially at the moment, to just sit around and uh, become a potato. And yep. while we're doing that, our neurons aren't firing. We're not being creative. I mean, some of us are. I mean, some of us started a podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> some of us and went on to Twitch. But some of yeah. us are really struggling and they're the people who, uh, you know, really definitely need this information. Get out there and dance. I dance in my kitchen because that's where I really, I, like, because nobody should see me dancing. So <laughs> in the kitchen... <laughs> relatively safe relatively relatively low visibility for the neighbors and everybody else so you know wherever wherever you can get it in there get your boogie on i love it now this is the value driven brand podcast and in this podcast we are all about um behaviors and tactics and activities that we can take on for ourselves to grow our own value-driven brand and in this sense you're going to talk to us about your tips on how that brand is you you are the brand so talk to us about what becoming a value-driven brand looks like from the point of view from dr linda wilson yeah so when you uh invited me along i kind of thought okay how can I add value from my perspective? Because um, branding is like this entire area of marketing, right? And uh, I am not a brand expert by even the slightest uh, bit. But what I do know is um, I work with individuals who and groups um, who have very strong association with brand and whilst I can't advise them on that what I tend to do is work with them in terms of brand you and brand you basically stands for who you are as a person and what you bring to life through who you are as a person so what is it about you that people will associate with you what is it about you that people feel that they can trust what is it about you that when people think of you they have a whole story going on in their head about who you are um, the skills that you have the expertise that you bring what it is that you could do for them Mm. Uh, because I really think that you know we I mentioned before that human connection no business is going to be successful without that human connection or I mean, I qualify that there's a lot of digital businesses out there that are hugely successful without necessarily a human connection. But because of the area I work in, it's always very much uh, people up front in terms of the services that they provide. So what is it about brand you? 
that is going to help your your customers that's going to help both your internal and external customers, right? Because if we have a team, our team are our internal customers. And if we're selling to the community, then that's our external customers. And our team, our internal customers need to know us, trust us and uh, understand what we stand for as well. Preach. Yep. So, um, it's a journey. You know, you're probably going to hear me say that 10 times and it's so cliche, but I do know from my own experience uh, that finding out who you are in terms of your own values is actually something that we do over a lifetime. Now, there, there are core values that we, that we learn, that we hold on to and that express themselves really clearly in our life. Values like um, I choose to be a kind person. It's just a part of who I am. Mm -hmm. And uh, that comes across, I'm hoping, in absolutely everything that I do and in all the interactions that I have. So there's some of those that are, you know, deeply um, integrated into our personality and in every cell of of who we are. Mm. But some of the things that I ask people to do when they come and see me um, and generally they come and see me for mentoring, coaching or um, personal development work, is I actually ask them a couple of things. Um, One of those things is, you know, what you're putting out there, is it actually a real expression of who you are in your life? Because I don't know about you, but I know there's been periods in my life when I've been walking around, talking the talk and trying to generate and trying to uh, be as successful as I possibly can be and trying to connect with people. But there has been a lack of authenticity in that Mm -hmm. because I hadn't really quite nailed down who I was or I was trying to be what I thought other people wanted me to be. Been there. And, yeah, so, you know, I think um, potentially especially for women Mm. I have found this. You know, we are a little bit predisposed to trying to morph ourselves to fit in with what an expectation might be. Mm. And uh, the dilemma with that is that we actually move further and further and further away from who we truly are and we we lose sight of that and we lose touch with that. So the first thing is um, I really recommend that people um, sit down and do a deep dive with what their values are. Like what do you value in your life because your values are so intimately connected with brand you Mm. and um, are your values that you are experiencing a wanting in your life right now how are they being expressed out there in terms of your connection with other people the way that you interact in your your work your business your relationships and how you treat yourself and others in terms of um that connection piece Mm. so that's the very first thing that i try and um ask people to connect with and i'm just going to just ask you this question does does that make sense to you? Because sometimes I can sit here and I can talk about this stuff for hours, but I really want it to make sense to the people that I'm talking to. So how does that sit with you? What's what? I tell me how you feel about that. From my oh, I feel like I'm on the couch now. 
sorry. How does that make you feel? No, I think one of the biggest uh, values that I have is creating a human experience. So for me, and I would imagine for the people that listen on and follow me in the work that I do, they too are, um, you know, hold at, hold that human experience or at least that uh, want and desire to learn how to create a human experience as quite a high value. So, you know, when you talk about how do we take care of ourselves, how do we show up authentically, you know, what is it that actually that we value, not that we think others might value, that we personally value, when you talk about that in reference to brand you, which just by the way, sounds like a new podcast coming up by Dr. Leslie Wilson. <laughs> so, big. so good. Um, I absolutely resonate with that as a tactical method of how to sit, like, as you said, sit down and, and really focus on what it is that you value. What is it that you value for yourself? What is it that you value from others? And I have most certainly been in positions throughout my life where I have tried to be someone that I thought others wanted me to be mm. and it made me miserable. Yes. It wasn't, it wasn't my brand, you know, like I get told very often you shouldn't swear in your professional setting. Well, I try. <laughs> but it's not me. You know, mm. if I'm not dropping the occasional F-bomb, people know that's not me. So yeah. then I start to feel really, uh, what's the word, like unsettled, like agitated with myself. And I can't, I can't not, I'm getting to the point where, especially now at 40, I don't really care mm -hmm. to be someone I I'm love not. Yeah, I love that you said that and it draws, like it, it really leads me into when people say to me, well, how do I know, you know, like how can I identify whether I am or I aren't expressing mm. myself in a way that um, is authentically me and and how will I know if I'm congruent with that? Mm. And uh, the, the answer to that question is in how you feel. Mm. So if you feel uncomfortable, if you're noticing anxiety, if you're noticing um, not feeling like you're in your own skin or even in your own body at times, if you feel like you're, you're just operating from, you know, this little force field up here rather than yes. you as an entire person, that is your indication that something has gone awry in terms of you being authentic and communicating that authenticity to whoever it is that happens to be in front of you. Yeah. So the, the feeling piece, this mind-body connection, mm. that feeling piece is your insight as to whether or not you are actually um, expressing yourself in a congruent way and therefore giving people true insight into who you actually are as a person, yeah. um, what you and for and what you value and after all that is our brand right yeah absolutely and I think for a long time where I thought that it was necessary I would actually ignore that inner message that inner feeling of and I would push it down and I would say to myself this is what you have to do to get where you want to be you have to be someone else and 
it turned out that eventually I learned that if I had to be somebody else, it wasn't where I was meant to be. And in saying that, you know, I've come across people who are authentically them, but they are not very nice people. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that is the dilemma. That's the dilemma, right? So I am authentically me, but authentically I am, I believe I am a kind person and, uh, you know, quite tolerant and probably intolerant of idiots, but, you know, I give them a chance (laughs) either way. But I don't go out of my way to hurt people and I most certainly don't go out of my way to um, belittle anyone or, or, you know, I might be upfront and honest and have high integrity as a value, but I don't don't use it. I use it for good and not evil. Whereas I've come across people who I'm like, oh, that is very much your personality. Good on you for being authentic, but you're a prick. Mm. And uh, I think that awareness is key here, right? Because um, the reality is that that the world goes round because of all sorts of people. Absolutely. And only we can determine um, who it is that we want to be. Only Mm. our awareness of self is going to um, lead us towards growth and development or continuing to be someone that really doesn't give two figs about anybody else. And we can't do anything two figs. Yeah. (laughs) Don't worry. At least once in this podcast, I will drop the F-bomb, okay? So stay tuned. Stay tuned. Oh, yeah. Uh, This is why we love you. (laughs) Um, So that self-awareness piece is key. And I only work with people who are interested in actually... Um, working out who they really are because Mm. anything else is a waste of my time honestly and it doesn't bring me satisfaction it doesn't bring the results that the person's looking for and I I sack my clients if they aren't a match for me or I don't engage with them at all because you know after a while you become very intuitive about who it is that you do want to work with and who you don't want to work with so Examine your values deeply and do it frequently because as we grow, Mm. we actually recognise more about our values and or we add and subtract. Now, a lot of people think that, well, my value is just my value. But the, the dilemma with thinking in that fixed way is, one, you can't grow, but two, you are also um, potentially imprisoning yourself to the past. Oh. And... Who wants to be hooked into a past that maybe didn't work for them, Mm. right? So our values need to be something that we uh, examine, that we add to or discard. And I'm not talking about this in a flippant way. I'm talking about this in a a deeply personal way Mm. because this is where we get to choose, to consciously choose who we are as people. And when we are in integrity and congruent with that, that is how we will come across to other people. Absolutely. I want people to get me. And I'm sure you want people to get you because then the people who want to work with us will turn up Absolutely. because they're attracted to you and your 
energy and the things that you're offering and the areas that you can offer them solutions. Mm. And, um, you know, I've already said, I only want to work with people who, who feel as though they resonate with who I am as a person. So, um, I've I've got a couple of notes here because I Mm. knew that there were, you know, there were four things that I really wanted to touch on. So the first one we've done, be prepared to deeply contemplate on your values and add and and subtract Mm. accordingly. Don't get hooked into um, being a prisoner to the past because uh, the other thing about that, of course, is if we're operating off old beliefs and old experiences, then we're not building new stuff in our brain. So there's a couple of really good reasons there, the health of your brain, but also the health of you emotionally Mm -hmm. um, and living an authentic life over time. Um, and that, that's the second point is that don't let values that previously made sense get in the way of what is right for you now. That's right. the second point. Um, live your values. Don't just say, I am a kind person. Be a kind person. Mm. Don't just say, I am a uh, digital marketing expert. Be, be that. Um, don't overestimate what it is that you can offer to a person because that leads to disappointment Mm. and a whole lot of there's a lot of that out there Mm. why would you want to why would you want to be a part of that mix right when (laughs) when when you have all these men asking for threesomes oh why would you just want to disappoint more women Oh my gosh. And here we are back down that train of thought again. What is going on there? Oh, it's my life right now. Have a conversation. (laughs) An off air conversation. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So live your values. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a really important one because it's so often, um, you know, like I, I do a lot of work, uh, especially in the last 12 to 18 months around uh, shopping local and supporting local um, small businesses and, and whatnot. And I see a lot of people uh, publicly announce how they too support these foundations and, and um, you know, small businesses. And then the actions don't say that though. So, I look at them, I go, well, hang on a minute. So why are you out there voicing your your values to be, you know, looking after small businesses and, and the people local to you and caring about them, but your actions are completely different. Like you just posted a photo of what you bought at Costco. <laughs> I don't oh, get it. Oh, dear. So to me, I actually, because I hold integrity, honesty and integrity as very high values, if Mm -hmm. I find that people are lying to me, like just ask my son, (laughs) I I don't deal with it very well anymore. And I see that as, as I take that as a personal, uh, I get offended, but I, I see that as a personal attack to my values. Like how can you be out there publicly talking about this when you go and do that? That doesn't align to me. 
Yeah. And aren't we going through a period in our history now where so much of that is being called out and uh, put under the spotlight Mm. and people are making really, really different choices around um, how they contribute, what they're associated with, what they believe in, where they stand around certain issues. So, If ever there was a time for you to um, take a good hard look at brand you, um, now is it. Like Mm. we, you know, we're in a unique space where um, we have complete discombobulation everywhere in our lives. Such a good word. So, yeah, so like, because that that word actually sounds like what it feels like, right? Mm. It's like, Mm. And so why wouldn't we, as as much as we possibly can, take this opportunity to actually bring something different to ourselves so that we can bring something different, if that's what is required, mm. to who we are out there in the world? Mm. Um, I say, you know, renew and, and um, check in consistently with yourself to make sure that you are in alignment with the values that you truly believe in yeah. um, because then you're authentically yourself. And, and I don't know about you, Aileen, but I can spot BS pretty quickly. I wouldn't say I'm an expert, but give me 10 minutes in a room with a person and I'm, I'm usually pretty good at sussing out um, who they are Mm. I guess that's just years of working with with clients Mm. um and I often think to myself um wow there is a lion hidden inside that little kitty cat or um why are you dumbing yourself down Mm. I used to do that a lot yeah we we tend to um mm, we tend to make ourselves small and again, you know, generalizing, but I, I do feel that women do this uh, more. Mm. Um, you know, there was a study done. I, I honestly cannot remember who do, who did it. Unless I have references in front of me, I'm mm. afraid I can't quote them. I'm just dreadful like that. But I remember the content, and the mm. content was really around how um, men will actually put themselves forward, including being capable of of performing um, or having skills that they have no clue about because Mm. they have this stronger sense of self Mm. and they're used to perhaps presenting themselves as um, better than Mm -hmm. they they might actually be. And what that does, therefore, is it means that they rise uh, often much faster than women in Mm -hmm. uh, a business setting. Whereas women tend to go, oh, but I can't do this part of the job description or I don't know about that bit or I really haven't completed that aspect of it and I haven't done this in my previous work. And what they look for is the things that they can't do Mm -hmm. rather than really emphasise the things that they can do. I have heard um, of that exact same study. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And what the fuck? Yes, that's right. What the what? fuck? Yeah. What the why? Indeed. Why? Indeed. Indeed. And uh, I'm tired of 
like I think I lived a large proportion of my life doing that because it was easier, because it was convenient, because I didn't have to take risk, because I wanted to keep the status quo, because, mm. because, because. And um, nah, I'm tired of that because I think that uh, my values as I have matured and as I have um, gotten more and more and more experience under my belt and put myself in situations where I'm having to come up with stuff on the, you know, on with the flow yes. um, without necessarily having to have prepared, I've developed a confidence in myself. But the place to start, coming back to our topic, mm. the place to start is recognising um, who you are, what mm. are your values and how do you want to put them out there into your world? Because where we live, where we work, the space in which we operate is our world. And the other thing um, that I have really learnt fairly recently, I would say in the last five years as the uh, internet and our world has just become global, mm. is that a message that might be pertinent to your immediate community is meaningless and irrelevant to the wider global community. And again, this is about appreciating the bigness of our experience and our knowledge mm. and what it is that we can truly say, I can really offer value here. I can really um, support you here. I can really mentor you through this experience in your life mm. in a much more expanded way than these tiny little ways that we tend to box ourselves. Well, that was yeah. a bit of Madonna there, wasn't ah, it? A bit of Vogue. A bit of Vogue. <laughs> negative, negative Voguing. That was me negative Voguing. Yeah. I Yes, anyway. for us. So I hope you, uh, I hope you take the opportunity to uh, also watch this podcast on the YouTube. Ellie, <laughs> <laughs> you can yeah. check out. Oh yeah, Dr. I forgot. Yes, yeah. Oh, like I said, that's why I hide in the kitchen, right? <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So good. <laughs> now there was a, there's one last thing uh, no, uh, about this. So. Contemplate your values regularly. Mm. Don't let what values that made sense in the past hold you back now. Live your values. Don't just say you have them. And the fourth one is um, values show up in brand you, right? So get clarity from others. Actually get that right. feedback from other people. Okay. Um, who do you think I am? How do I come across to you? Mm. Because it is a really um, insightful and can be quite confronting but mm. usually usually it's a really humbling experience like if, mm. if you ask people you trust who will also tell you the truth mm -hmm. about what they're receiving from you in terms of the work you're doing with them or just the way that you come across personally or in general personally mm -hmm. or professionally it can be a really humbling experience and I encourage people to do that with people they trust, okay? Because yeah. how would they is, ask that question? So tactically, yeah. how would I go up to someone and say, "Hey, yeah." Um, the easiest way to do it is just say, "Listen, I'm doing a branding exercise, and I recognise that um, my brand is inter intimately connected with who I am and how I come across. Mm -hmm. So, can you tell me?" when you interact with me personally or professionally, how is it that I come across to you? And you can do that, you know, online, you can do that in person. Um, 
sometimes you need to give people space to get back to you about this because mm-hmm. it is quite a uh, it can be quite a personal question to ask someone to give you that feedback mm-hmm. because they also need to feel confident that you're going to take their response in Without a repercussions. Um, exactly a wholehearted way mm-hmm. um, and again if uh, if people choose to not respond to you then that tells you something about how you're coming across and your relationship with that person. Mm. So either way you win, right? Because you're getting feedback either way. And I think, um, yeah, I don't know. Is Would you consider that to be a kind of a, a gentle way to approach that question? Absolutely. My My question then would be, after I've received that feedback, what would be my follow-up to that? Yeah. So if you get a whole lot of feedback that is completely like outside of your paradigm of who you are as a person, mm. then that's, that is really instructional. Mm-hmm. Um, we have to take that information and we have to really look at, okay, if, X, Y, Z, and not you don't do this with just one person. You do this with a number of people. Mm. If if every single person out there says, oh, I think, you know, I th- just to, to use a weird example, oh, you're an unkind person, Linda, mm. and I think I'm a kind person, there's a number of things that could be going on there. One, I could be a kind person, but I'm just crap at letting other people know that I'm a kind person. Or two, I'm actually kidding myself. Mm. Or three, I have not conveyed that value in my marketing material um, when I'm actually interacting with people. I haven't actually drawn the link between that as one of my personal or professional values Mm. and the way that I communicate that to people in my life, clients, uh, family, friends, etc. So that translation process um, will be really different for every single person, mm. uh, but but don't see it as an instant failing. This is an exercise in a bit of a deep dive. So mm. don't, you know, pull your hat down over your head and just ignore it. Utilise it as a way to really craft either your message to other people or who you actually are internally. Yeah, absolutely. Would you go as far as asking the people who've given you that feedback, say, for example, they've giving you feedback that is uh, different to the paradigm you see yourself in, Mm. would you go as far as suggesting that it could be useful to go back to that person and ask them, you know, or or discuss with them and say, look, to be honest, I really kind of felt like I was trying to be kind and show this value of, of happiness and kindness and optimism, but you've said that I'm a really mean sad sack. Uh, (laughs) What do you think? that would need to change like which behaviors or what situations would you suggest need to change to see that difference in value 
Yeah, you absolutely could, but it really depends on the relationship that you have with the person. So bigger mm. brands, for example, they are able to do this like whole fancy schmancy deep dive analysis of the feedback that they get that is, you know, incomprehensible to little old me. Yeah. But if you if you Being are a there. much more <laughs> yeah, but yeah, if you're a much more sort of a one on one, and mm. um, the nature of your work is that you can have those more um intimate i don't know if i want to use that word but more uh personable communication mm. then yeah. absolutely go back and get clarity mm. the the only stipulation that i would add to that is please don't make the person wrong yeah you've asked for genuine feedback you would hope that their feedback is genuine don't approach it as though you're getting back at them because they've criticized you or they've criticized your business ask more questions curiosity did not kill the cat mm -hmm. it saved it from getting stuck in a box so <laughs> you know That's so good. climb out yeah climb out of that box baby yeah. go and get go and get the information that you need mm. you do remember that i said ask people you can trust right yeah, so don't absolutely. don't don't open yourself up to that one customer that you were never a match in the beginning and you took them on cuz you were desperate or what mm. whatever reason don't ask that person yeah ask ask the people that you feel are going to be really honest and give you an upfront um, response yeah. And and then if you need clarification, you know, I think it's okay to do that. Yeah. That is amazing. And and I would definitely say as someone who spent a good amount of time of their career working in customer feedback, um that if you are not ready for the answer, don't ask the question. Love it. Do some work on yourself to get yourself into the right frame to be able to accept whatever may be given to you because remembering that, um, you know, not everyone is trained or coached or aware of how to provide feedback in a, uh, what's the word? Um, constructive. Constructive way. I was going to say autocratic. Constructive way. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it might suck to hear it because, again, as Linda said, you might have this perception of yourself, but as uh, many, many, many of my previous bosses and leaders and managers have said to me in the past, Aileen, perception is truth. And as much as I hate that, that it is, I have come to also learn that somebody's perception is their truth. Mm -hmm. That would be the the edit to that sentence that if someone was to say that to me again I would say it is their truth but you can't knock them down for telling you their truth absolutely can we can only, only with it yeah yeah and we can only come from our own truth um, mm. um if, if we if we are uh wanting to be authentic, then we can only come from our own truth. So sometimes that might suck for us if we mm. get that, <laughs> if we get that feedback that we really weren't ready for. Mm. Um, there was something that you said there that I really wanted to comment on, but no, it's left my brain. Oh. So 
Damn it. Let's keep going. Maybe next time. <laughs> now, next they time. are some fantastic points. And uh, if you want to, you can hear them all over again by pressing replay on this. Or you can go and visit drlindawilson.com for all of this amazing information and all of the services that Dr Linda uh, carries out for people out in the public, helping them to create success in brand you. Oh, I love that so much. <laughs> I you tell can you, use it. You oh. can use it because it's not, it's not, it'll be, a, it'll be a, a blog, but it's not something that I'm going to, you know, take ownership of. So it's all yours. I will, I will be upfront and let you know that uh, the first time I ever met you and we were doing a leadership panel uh, for the city of Casey uh, mm -hmm. and you talked about mind flow instead of mindset. Mm -hmm. And I have never said mindset ever again. I use <laughs> mind flow wherever I go. Yep. Uh -huh. Yep. You're my there's rock star. A, there's, uh, there's some more really, you know, geeky dancing going on there for people who are watching the video. I'm doing a little bit of pump. Yeah. I, I love, I love that. Wow. Uh, uh, thank you. No, that's, thank you. That's beautiful feedback. I'm glad it was so valuable to you. Yeah, absolutely. It was um, it was a real honour to to sit next to you that night. And um, as I mentioned before, Dr. Linda Wilson is also uh, providing programs, and one of them starts on the twenty fifth of August. So that will not be long after this goes live. Uh, so if you are interested, most certainly hit her up on drlindawilson.com. And will there be more programs after that? I imagine there will be. Yes, I'm. They're a three-month program. I'm rolling them out as one finishes, another begins, uh, and it's on a Tuesday night mm. uh, from the 25th of August. They're about an hour. They are small groups, and they are really a deep dive into your values and how it is that you come across. So it's it's kind of perfect, perfect. in terms of this topic. Yeah, oh. and Menstar men stands for healthy mind. I know there is a lot of stuff going on for people at the moment. Mm -hmm. And if you're interested in, I guess, expanding out your thinking and, and taking a bit of a, a look at what what's going to happen from here for you as a mm -hmm. professional person or but um, obviously as an individual in the rest of your life, this could be a way for you to access that. We do do um, goal setting. We look at Ikigai, which is very oh, topical yes. at the moment. Yeah, finding out all of those things around passion and purpose, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, so I would love to have people come along, mm. usually a small group, quite intimate. You get to meet some awesome people and spend a bit of time with me. So I'd love to see you there. That sounds like a winning combination all on its own. Uh, and also, if you are listening and uh, want to have a read of Dr. Linda Wilson's book, Stress Made Easy, Peeling Women Off the Ceiling, the best title, I love it so much, uh, you can get that. You can get your own copy from Amazon. And or from the website. 
or from the website as well, drlindawilson.com. And all of this information and uh, more from Dr. Linda Wilson will be available on valuedrivenbrand.com. That's right, valuedrivenbrand.com, where you'll be able to find the video of this recording as well as uh, all of the other resources that we have for Dr. Linda Wilson. Today, it has been my absolute privilege, my pleasure. I love getting to hang out with you. I love listening to you blow up F-bombs and I love listening <laughs> and watching you dance and uh, just sharing your amazing wisdom with us. And it is always a privilege and I can't wait to uh, do it again. And uh, we might have to get, get you back on Twitch. Let's do it. You yeah, know, that'd that, be fun. That, that, that um, lack of preparedness challenge is something I'm doing more and more and more of to get my brain firing and wiring. So anytime, yeah. and thank you so much. I really appreciate the opportunity as well. My absolute pleasure. For everyone listening on, please make sure that you like, share, subscribe, click all the buttons, send us some love. And uh, until next time, make sure you get out there and go and deliver some value out in your life. Till next time. Thanks for listening to the Value Driven Brand Podcast with your host, Aileen Day. Is your business struggling to become known as the sought-after leader in your industry? Access our Value Driven Brand Quiz and special three-part podcast series to identify the gaps and what you need to focus on first. Go to www.valuedrivenbrand.com forward slash podcast series. That's valuedrivenbrand.com forward slash podcast series. Tune in next time where we discuss more ideas on how you can deliver your own value-driven brand.